Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week, we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. I want to give a shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, and Sharon Boyce, our our assistant producer, and Dave Wright, who is filling in as a producer right now. So Elijah could be here on studio. Uh, I want to let you know that you can find out all things about our podcast and uh, Crosswinds Church by going to crosswinds.church. That's our website. Well, we are going to be discussing uh, our upcoming series. Actually, we kicked off last weekend uh, a series on David. And, and, and just in the next couple of weeks, to sort of unpack um, why do a character study, why pick David, and, and what to expect as we go through this series and what we can learn from the life of David. Now, I do have in studio with me Ryan Samuels. He's back with us. Ryan, thanks for being here. Glad to be back. And Elijah Merrill, our producer, and uh, he's back in studio with us. Elijah, thanks so much for being a part of this podcast. Of course, of course. Dave is an interesting individual in Scripture. Uh, besides what, what some may know about him is, uh, he was declared a man after God's own heart. Um, although, um, as you look at David's life, he was far from perfect. Uh, he certainly made many mistakes, many relational mistakes, to say the least, which we can get into in just a minute. But David's mentioned more times in the Bible than anyone other than God himself. Uh, that, that's just an interesting thing for me uh, to, to look at, a fact to, to look at, and to realize that David played such a prominent role. Of course, you know, one of the fulfillments of the prophecy of Jesus coming was that he would, he would take that eternal throne of David and that he would be sitting on that, that he would be the king of kings coming from the line of David. And of course, we understand that he did come from the line of David, from, from Mary, and also from Joseph, even though Joseph was his biological father, uh, it's there. Uh, it's, it's there in Scripture for us to, to make that connection. Um, and, and so as we're looking at uh, the life of David over the next couple of months, you know, I guess I would start and just throw out a question, especially if, if there's people who are newer to this church thing or newer to series preaching. And I'll throw it at you first, uh, Ryan. Why, why do you think it's important for us sometimes to do a character study, like uh, studying on David mm-hmm. instead of what we do probably more often than not in a series? We're doing book studies and so forth. Some of them are topical. So we do a variety Matter of fact, let's backtrack. Let's talk about why 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 do a variety of different series? Why mm. why do a book study? You know, where maybe yeah. we took a book like Romans and just go through, uh, you know, uh, section after section, or or we do a topical study like we're in right now with Messiah, where mm-hmm. we're looking at just the different aspects of who Christ is in, in our life, and and then uh, of course this series we're yeah. currently in, David. Why why a variety of of, uh, of different ways of looking at it? Well, when I <clears throat> when I take it from like my perspective, when I first was introduced to just who Jesus was, and I guess who what Sunday Church was, one of the things that I was so foreign with was I'll touch on this part was just characters in Scripture. Like you know, you you could say that a lot. Of, well, everyone knows David and Goliath that story. I didn't. Yeah. So like, there's a point with I guess looking at the new person that. They may have never even touched it. We may see some of these things about David's life and be like, well, these are Sunday school stories that everyone would grow up knowing. Well, not me and probably not some other people. But then also you go into why is it important to have a variety? Well, I think Crossman's does a really good job at try- of, of 
you know, going to God and listening and kind of feeling out what, you know, whoever is preaching that message, whoever is speaking that message, whoever is <clears throat> coming up with a series, which sometimes it's mostly Craig, but other times he loves a lot of input on it. And so what is the, I guess for the lack of a better term, what is the temperature of what we feel Crosswind's family needs to hear, or what we feel like God is laying on our hearts to communicate? Well, when you do that and you put a culmination of people that are coming up with these uh, series and, and variety of subjects is it's through the practical believer. It's through the, the lens of people who are living their everyday lives to be more and more like Jesus. And so... Sometimes that may be a book study. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes that, that may, may have us go mm-hmm. and, and spend time on what it means to be a steward of our time, talent, and treasure, yeah. or and testimony, and sometimes and there are, it may. And there are some things that we agree need to kind of be a little bit repetitive year yes. after year. Yes. And so, like, obviously, we we always I think we always joke like, well, we know what we're talking about around Christmas and Easter. Yes, like yes, we know yes. what we're talking about. But there's so but many more. Yeah, it's important. And there's so many. Um, I, I love the the some of the Easter and Christmas messages that we've done because we've taken something that you would say the let's just say the average believer would say, what's Christmas about? What's Easter about? They probably could tell you, but you take it and we. We can put a spin on it um, and come at it from a different perspective to kind of make it fresh and new. Because we, as we know, Scripture is alive and breathing. Yeah. And the way that that happens is because we approach it from different perspectives. We don't, we don't just read it to read it. It's breathing, it's alive, and we're interacting with it. And it's God's Word. And yeah, the Word doesn't change, but, it, but its application to my life and culture mm-hmm has a uniqueness to it. And so if we're not doing that, yeah. I do feel that we do a disservice to just the new all the way from the new believer, maybe even the unbeliever, all the way through to yeah. someone who you would say is, you know, 50 years down the line because at the end of the day, someone who's been in, you know, a believer for 50, 60, 70 years, they may have heard most of everything in scripture. But because it's alive and breathing, yes. there needs to be that variety. There has to be that variety. Yeah, that's good. And because it comes stale. And God, we know God's Word's not stale. Yeah, absolutely. And so we need to be able to offer that. From in, different perspectives. Different, yeah. In the hour that we get yes. a week, you know. Yes. Let me ask you this, Elijah. You know, some people will say about expository preaching, you know, they'll say, well, you know, I like expository preaching. And, and, and they're, in their mind, they have a particular understanding of what that message is going to look like, how it's going to be set up. Many times uh, people who say, I like expository preaching are just talking about book studies, when the reality of it is, by definition, expository preaching starts with the Scripture. And, and so even even when we here do a topical uh, message, mm-hmm. you know, like right now, we're, we're the series Messiah, we've, we've looked at, you know, what Jesus, who do you want Jesus to be? Who's the real Messiah? Um, we looked at him as Savior of, at Easter. We looked at him as yeah. Lord last week. So, you know, as, as we're recording this, we're in the midst of that series, getting, you know, like you said, just in the series of David right now. But but none of those topics, if you will, start with a topic per se. They start with Scripture. Mm-hmm. And so they're all expository. So what we do here is expository preaching. Mm-hmm. We, 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 yeah, we, yeah. We, don't, we don't take verses and try to make our point. Mm-hmm. We, we have... A biblical understanding, a theology, and, and the scripture then is 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 the star of the message, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, talk to me a little bit about that. No matter whether we're doing a character study, a, 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 a topical study, a, a book study, you know, the idea of the scripture being central. 
Yeah, it's. Um, <clears throat> I think it's important to remember that, um, and Ryan kind of touched on this. It's like all of all of Scripture is God breathed yes. and 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 Holy Spirit inspired. You know, and um, I. Uh, I the song's been heavy on my heart recently, but I think about the song "Same God" that we've done here at Crosswinds a couple times, and it sings about a lot of these a lot of these specific stories and accounts in Scripture. That um, it sings about David, and it sings about just these different um, these different characters and times in Scripture where um, where God showed His his faithfulness and his promises and um and his blessings and his love and his power and to to ignore some of those things i think we are are doing an injustice to scripture if we truly believe and know that all of it is god breathed and is profitable for teaching and correction and training and righteousness all of these different things to to just to to focus on you know um, to focus on maybe specific topics or specific questions and maybe that's it or just specific books and that's it we're leaving portions out you know I just I think about like um, I remember being a kid and uh, kids ministry covering Noah's Ark again oh yeah and um, I'm like oh man I know the story of Noah's Ark and just like kind of immediately being checked out even just as a kid I'm like. I know the animals two by two, blah blah. Like you know, Blood, the whole thing. But just what a if you dig into the story of Noah, what a profound story of having to take a step of faith and obedience in what God is calling a, a specific man to do against everything around him and everything that is people coming into his life and saying. This is outrageous what you're doing. This is crazy. Why would you ever do that? There's so much power in that story. And I feel like if we were to say, okay, we're going to do a series on Noah's Ark, we were like, well, why would we do that? Because, <laughs> you know, culture's dealing with um, – culture's not dealing with Noah's Ark. Culture's dealing with how sure. am I – you know, what am I supposed to do with my life? What am I supposed to do with, you know, how am I supposed to be all these different things? And it's like, well, no, no, there's – there's 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 teaching in there and there's truth in there, and so going back to what Ryan said, you need that variety in in what you teach about. You know what I mean? Because to you you need to utilize all of God's word and all of the all of the just the truth and the power that's found in specific situations with specific characters and whole books. You know what I mean? I think about the New Testament and just collections of letters written to believers and how and and guiding them and how to live their lives. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. Just... Absolutely. And, and, you know, when we look at uh, the reality that, yeah, every culture has its uniqueness and every time has its uniqueness. And yet God's, God's word's timeless. Mm-hmm. And his truths are timeless. Mm-hmm. And, and what amazes me is that you could study, you know, I'll piggyback on your Noah's Ark example, right? You could study Noah's Ark in, in 2023, and the truths that you pull out uh, of that account, you know, and, and when I mean pull out, they're there. Hmm. But when you recognize them and apply them to your life in 2023, what always sort of is, is awe-inspiring to me is the fact that that that's exactly what happens that 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 this guy named Noah who builds this this ark in the flood and you know I mean it, it's 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 thousands of years ago 
Uh, but although it's thousands of years ago, the reality of it is it, the truth's therein uh, applied to our lives today. And, and you know, it sort of leads me to our next, uh, the next area of conversation before we even get into David, and that is the, the reality that not only am I mentored through the Bible as a whole, I'm mentored by the people in the Bible. Yeah. And so a man like Noah, who I've never met, and you know, mm-hmm. who knows if I ever will. You're like, well, you're gonna get to heaven. I don't know if I'm gonna meet Noah. There's gonna be a lot of people up there. <laughs> but uh, but but I get to be mentored by Noah. I get to be mentored by Paul. I get to be mentored by Peter. I get to be mentored by Ruth. And I get to be mentored by David. And when we do a character study in particular, it allows for us to really dig a little deeper into an individual story mm-hmm. and realize, uh, with the exception of Christ, how how very average most of the people in Scripture are in, in this way. They all had challenges. They all had successes and failures. And, and when we're mentored by them, we get to, we get to sort of hear through Scripture as the Spirit uh, illuminates, right, these mm-hmm. truths to us. We get to hear through Scripture someone like David saying, don't do that. Or, or mm-hmm. do that, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, going back to the fact that, that the scripture tells us who's a man after God's own heart. I don't, I don't believe because his, his story was not a, is not a story of a perfect person. The only perfect person ever mentioned in scripture is Jesus Christ, um, and Enoch could be arguably because he was so so mm-hmm. little is written about him. So the less it's written about somebody, maybe they look that way, but he wasn't. The right. only perfect one is Jesus Christ, and, and everyone else is flawed. Then how can you call a man after God's own heart? Because he always comes back to God. Mm-hmm. He always comes back to God, and that's the overarching sort of principle of David's life, right? Is yeah. that no matter what, I'm going to come back to God. But this idea of, of being mentored by people in Scripture is quite profound to me. That that I can be mentored by these individuals who walked with God thousands of years ago, and what I learned from them is so applicable today. Yeah. Well, and <clears throat> you take so like. When we when we do character studies, and I love when we do character studies because we most churches. Well, no, I'm not going to say that. I would say a lot of times we just as believers are taking so much in at one time. Of if we're reading Romans, we're reading all of Romans. If we're reading, uh, you know, I'll take Isaiah, who was is a giant. This yeah. giant book in the Old Testament, but you're taking all of this in, and I would say I'll speak into my own life. Sometimes I forget to do that application, that in-depth study, because I just want to make sure I'm reading Scripture. Yeah. And when you do this, when you do these character studies, you one, I do think you get a bigger picture of God's character and His love and His mercy and His grace, but also some other things about God that... Um, you may have never experienced before if this wasn't an opportunity. And that's what I, I look at character studies and even just the variety that we do here at Crosswinds is it is an opportunity. We got, I'm going to say we got 52 weeks of the year, you know, and the message wise is between 30 and 40 minutes. That's not a lot of time that we get with people to hear God's word. And so adding a variety, adding a flavor, adding difference to it, and breaking it down. And look, we're only touching on David for six messages, but David's woven throughout Scripture, and the yes. way you can know that is because of this. Mm-hmm. Yes, You would never know that if we didn't—and you may not never know, ever know it, but I just think it's a, it's a more 
important thing than we than we allude to because it's not just a character study. It is, but I mean, us spending six weeks on David is allowing us to have a greater understanding of who God is and who He's created us to be because of David and because of Noah and because of whoever we touch on. And I think that that's just so big in in the in the realm of how we can try to capture people within an hour. Yeah. You know, on a weekend. So when you think of David, what what comes to your mind? Like there's so much that's written of David in scripture. Obviously, I mean, he's mentioned more than anyone mm-hmm. else except for God. And, and so when you think of David, before we jump into sort of the series a little bit, but like don't even think of the series. Like when you think of David, what what comes to your mind? When I think of David, the first thing that I think of is um man just making mistakes <laughs> i and what's i love the tagline of this series is a man after god's own heart and i you know i love that you you mentioned that no matter you know how many of these how many mistakes that david made um he continues to go after god's heart and continues to go back to him um but i when I just I always when I think of David, I'm like, man, I think about just the 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 multitude of stories where I'm like, oh man, he made that decision and that probably wasn't the best thing to do, you know. Um I I don't th- yeah, I that's I think about him as a, as just a man of multiple mm-hmm. mistakes. Yeah, he doesn't get the award of husband of the year. Mm-hmm. No. He doesn't get the award of father of the year. Mm-hmm. And in a couple of places, he really doesn't get the award of King of the Year. I mean, maybe for a year, but I mean, you know, as far as, you know, Lifetime Achievement Awards. That's what yeah. I would say. Lifetime Achievement Awards. And yet, held up in Judaism and in Christianity mm-hmm. as, as this man who God anointed as king and is a forebearer, if you will, of the, of the timeless king that is to come, yeah. you know? Yeah. When I think of David, I – whenever I've encountered – David's story. So I always think of the, the, like, I'm, okay, I'll back up. I'm so enamored by sports and athletes. Athletes can be held to, can be put on a throne and people can worship them until the next day that they make a mistake and they don't score a lot of points. Mm -hmm. And so with David, we get Almost his whole, pretty much his whole life, yeah. we can take in, and he goes from this this young boy who ta- who defeats this giant and his is praised to all the way down to now his issues that he has as an adult, yeah, and now where it almost seems that people forget who yes. or what had happened to David when he was younger, and so very much, and I'm using it in an analogy with athletes, but a comparison with athletes, but. It's so with David. It's such it's a short term memory thing because we forget sometimes, uh, you know, when somebody, you know, we 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 do a lot of putting people on pedestals sure. in culture. And, and we've said that David, you know, had, man, he's flawed. He's making a lot of mistakes. David did some really cool stuff. Yeah, like he like he kills a giant. 
Uh, you know, he's the second king of Israel. Uh, he shows a profound understanding of sort of who he is, even as anointed king, as the king who's currently sitting on the floor mm-hmm. on the on the throne tries to kill him. Yeah, and he has an opportunity to to kill him, and he doesn't because you know who am I to put my hand on the Lord's mm-hmm. anointed? Yeah, I mean, so so you're right. He has these high points, but he has these low points. Mm-hmm. And I look at that and I go, who listening to this podcast can't relate to that? Yeah. So I think that, but then at the same time, he has the high points and these low points. But at the same time, God the whole time... Is consistent. Is consistent. He's like, I love you so much. Yes, yes. He's like, I don't care that you... I mean, I care you defeated Goliath, but I don't care you defeated Goliath. Even though people are fickle. Yeah. So what you were saying mm-hmm. is people are like, you know, oh, we love David yeah. when, when he's lovable. Yeah, when he's lovable. Oh, and we don't like David when he's not, you know, so he has these up and downs even mm-hmm. with people, but God is constant with him. Yeah, and the whole time he's like, you are my son. You are my, yeah. you are made in my image. And David says back mm-hmm. to us through his mentoring, that's how God feels about yeah. you. And so I, that's that was really profound when I first encountered David. I was like, man, this dude has... Ridden the highest horse, and he has been in the <laughs> muck. He has, absolutely. And God is still, at the end of the day, loving him. And he's got such a complete picture of life in Scripture. We'll get into that a little more in the next podcast, but just to sort of peek in a little bit. You know, he understands what it's like to, to lose a child. In fact, he knows what it's like to lose two children. He knows what it's like to have children who are rebellious. He knows what it's like to be rebellious. He knows what it's like to be king. He knows what it's like to be a shepherd. He knows what it's like to to have a wife who loves him. He knows what it's like to have a wife who abandons him. He knows what it's like to to um to to be in a, a close friendship. He knows what it's like to lose a friend. I mean, you know, when you look at all the relational dynamics of life, um, David went through it. Uh, he, he experienced all these things. And and not only do we have his story, we have some of his his poetry, some of yeah. his songs, right? The Psalms. And so we get an idea of of how is he processing this up and down, this and I won't even say the ups and downs of his life. Life. Mm-hmm. Life. How how's he processing life? And through his psalms, we start to understand how he's processing this. Yeah. And again, he's he's constantly coming back to to God. And if you look at his psalms, some of them are, are really dark yeah. because he's in a dark place. And, and he may even ask, you know, oh, God, where are you? And then he turns around and he says, you know, you are here. He yeah. seems to always, even though it may take him time, and maybe this is why I relate to him a little bit, it may take him time to get to the right answer, which is to turn yeah. to God. He gets there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's I get always that. striving to come back to God. And like, like Elijah said, the, the series title is phenomenal because... That's what he is. He's always coming back. And not always is he coming back. He's not coming back being like, hey, I'm back. I just did my own thing, and now I'm back. He comes back with such <sighs> – I messed up again. Sorry. You know, like he comes back yeah. with this heart for God. And so, I mean – Yeah, I think of the psalm where he says, create me a clean heart, yeah. Lord God. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Yeah. You know, he talks about, you know, Lord, restore me – and let me lead others in your way. Yeah. In other words, it's not just restore me, but restore me so that I can lead others in your path. Because I'm yeah. not there now, but if you restore me and you, you, you once again let me walk with you, um, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that time to bring mm-hmm. others along the right path as well. And, yeah. and you know, it's, just, it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal thing to, to realize that we can be mentored by Him. Yeah. 
and that's why I'm so excited about the study we're now in, uh, is, is to be able to be mentored um, by David. And so sort of wrapping up this one, we'll get a little more into his story uh, in the next podcast, but just David, right? So there, people are listening to this, you know, we know what's coming up, they don't. And by the way, if you're listening to this, like way outside of the series, you can always get the series on our website mm-hmm. by going to crosswinds.church. So you can you can sort of get an idea, flavor of what we're talking about here. But I asked you, you know, your, your thought of David, your initial thought of David, um, what would be your teaser to the person out there who maybe um, has yet to be a part of the series? What would be your teaser to say, man, tune in because? I'll take into account, I, I'm honored to be able to speak a message during this series. And so I'll say, you know, as a teaser, like we all, just as David faced the giant, we all are facing giants. And how we overcome that is, you know, is only with God. So I'll say that's my teaser. So let me ask you something. Are you preaching on David? I and, am. And Goli- okay, okay, am. okay. Surprise. Very good, very good, very good, very good. Yeah. So Well played, know, well played. Yeah. So it's that whole thing. Is I, I, and I love that. And so same God Elijah brought up early in the podcast speaks to that. You know, yes. I may not face Goliath, but I have my own giants. Absolutely. Deal, and I love that. Absolutely. All right. What's your teaser there, Elijah? <clears throat> I would say that... We talked very briefly about um, God anoint David is this king anointed by God, um, and I think as we're going to go through the series, you'll find that God doesn't take that anointing away. He he continues to love David and continues to um, keep him anointed um, for a reason for a purpose. Mm. Here's mine. I would just say to you, don't come and just hear about David. Mm-hmm. If you come or, or, or if you're you know watching online, whatever. If you're if you're experiencing this this series, just sort of each week, imagine yourself sitting at the feet of David, mm-hmm. and, and allow him to mentor you. Allow him to share you know what he learned through these things mm-hmm. and. and how, how true, and as Elijah keeps hammering, which is so important, how consistent God was to him, even in the midst of... He might have had up and down experiences, but God was consistent in his love, consistent with his support, consistent with him reaching his hands out to David. And, and when you're mentored through that, I think what David says each week, and certainly as we finish up the series, is this, is this reality of saying, and this is the God who wants to do that for you. Yeah. And that's the benefit of mentorship, period, right, yep. is, is to be able to become more, to be able to understand more, to be able to, to go further in our walk. And, and David does that um, even thousands of years later because his story is in mm. Scripture, because the Holy Spirit uh, allows to illuminate his story and make it practical yeah. to our lives. And praise God for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about David himself, his story. We're going to dig in a little a little more to, to Brother David and see what he has for us. Um, but for now, you know, if, if you want to know more about Crosswinds or this podcast, go to crosswinds.church. You can actually uh, look at the messages there by going to crosswinds.church. They're all there for your for your availability to listen to and learn from. And, and uh, as always, uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We do not take for granted. Um, the time that you spend with us uh, week after week. But for now, as always, be blessed and bless others. Mm-hmm.